welcome to the Inspiring Human Potential podcast. You will find on this podcast, this channel, Inspiring Human Potential Inner Growth 5D Self-Empowered Enlightened Channeled Guidance episodes, the 5DC I Am Expanding Consciousness episodes, Inner Growth Mindset episodes, 5DC, Krishna Lila, Lightworker episodes, The Adventure of a Lifetime, and Twin Flames and Soulmates, or Lightworkers, Life, and much, much more. And some of these will be subscription-based content, and some will be freely available content. What's most important to note about the IHP podcast is that we uncountry love being people we are actual life love expanding consciousness we are infinite higher human potential consciousness and so every episode is meant to support those who are on a personal development journey becoming the version of themselves that has began life at their first year of age zero years of age you know we we bring together many different topics and it's all about the amazing journey of a lifetime this life it is educational because it's meant to support those who will and are at some point in time have taken a look at the inner growth mindset and really it's because bringing together all of these episodes has been a lifetime journey of my own personal eight-year-old self to help people just to be able to know it's okay to be yourself and while many will come at this being yourself in a gazillion different ways here's what i'm going to share with you and for all of those who will become regular listeners i love having you as a community i look forward to just getting together and talking about our love for life our love cycles for those who are new welcome i hope you enjoy oh and let me make sure that everyone knows here's what a lovely naysayer had to share about this type of content and it is something that those who do not resonate with the enlightenment soul age group will feel and i'm going to leave that at that so this lovely naysayer thank you so much has shared that this content is pseudoscience bullshit and self-help crap so please keep that in mind and also keep in mind that we don't spell out truths i bring together many different topics from a consciousness perspective and they are again educational in the format of trying to support inform and share perspectives q a's and a lot more not only on a mindset that has been researched and tended to by me myself maria and i and then shared as courses future books yada 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 okay so without further ado here's what i wanted to primarily share with you the simplest of things can brighten up the day and our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever-expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanities that is if the opportunity to expand and create is taken and remember that we do have to choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state guys that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain and we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes so remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button and it really isn't a button it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take and there's a way that our brain wires and all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh unforgiving not in any way shape or form open-minded although they may think they are 
So long story short, enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma, not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body, but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way. So again, as we move forward, it is from a mind, heart, and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is, what living beyond your quote-unquote self is, what doing something to help all people and all living things, including our Earth's resources, is. It is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love, L-O-V-E capitalized, actually means in action, which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is. And enlightenment as a soul age group knows all of these things, FYI. Pure love, compassion, kindness, empathy, these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without, in the external. It is from this place that we see the true heart of all people. All humanity has a heart that is this. They may not know it, but it is this. That we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide. Divide is a choice by the people of all lands. Every time people choose to speak, act, and take steps that are not loving, not compassionate, or equanimous, when differences arise amongst each other. So whenever people choose to be in their adaptive child response. The choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart. It stems from our hijacked fear brain, survival, fear, and lack. In fact, it's a physiological response, guys. This is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response. They don't know who they are because they're not connected to their ventral vagal state as a person. So their prefrontal cortex is not engaged. What is engaged is their amygdala. And if they're already in their survival mode, guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol. And by the way, the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything you're not going to be able to tune in to your body's love because your body's not in a sense of safety and fyi that also is why people don't heal their trauma without further ado again as i continue sharing in this lovely intro which my regular listeners will most likely skip, or I hope you can, and if you can't, well, you guys get to be reminded about this, which I would say is quite awesome. Come on. And I'm trying to make it fun, see? (laughs) Also, the only answers have always been the same. It's called love, cooperation, compromise, structure, organization, communication, and so much building together. So when we choose to be from heart, we are always doing loving cooperative compromising structure all of it it's not going to be perfect again flaws and imperfections so what is this this is i am life i am love i am expanding consciousness i am infinite higher human consciousness potential love maria and just so that that we close with a couple of great quotes and before we do that i actually will have some other added information Seneca or Seneca I don't know how they pronounce but one time discovers truth very true always always and then here's another one wherever there is a human being there is an opportunity for a kindness this is always Seneca but my favorite and the one that represents what an enlightenment soul age group person is because we are connected and embodying always expanding consciousness those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we are life we are love we are expanding consciousness which is why we are a representation of the infinite higher human consciousness potential we live it and again Rumi, this is Rumi. goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes because for those who love with heart and soul there is no such thing as separation the entire life of an enlightenment soul age group person and anyone who enters into this 5d oneness consciousness perspective as well as this soul age group does not know separateness we're one big ball of energy we're one big soul if you want to call it that and there's a depth of knowing our bodies they contract our nervous system contracts when somebody wants to quote unquote when they present a limited consciousness perspective 
and so we'll stand up and say be yourself but we won't mean be yourself from the ego we'll mean be your expanded consciousness self our bodies contract whenever there is anything that is beneath the zero vibration beneath the land of neutral the land of equanimity and we will always be already at the top with the infinite having perceived a lot of other aspects depths of dimensions this is why we have shiva and kali besides krishna lila krishna lila we experience the depths and the profound and seriousness with playfulness we have an irrepressible child it's not a child it's a depth of our emotions because we feel from the ventral vagus field shiva we know non-being we have been unseen unheard unvalidated unaccepted by our loved ones in our vulnerable places and loved ones is all of humanity because when we get up and say we love all people we've been told that we should not because evil exists apparently for those who still live in the medieval times our non-being is because shiva was never scary darkness is not scary nor is it evil we actually know what it's like again not to be seen or heard or validated and we understood why kali because our mastery over life and death has always been a burning fire of life and expanding consciousness and knowing that you cannot tell me what i can feel or think you may suggest or give me your opinion or whatever it may be but besides that and no matter what age you were this is where your body immediately just allowed and as you got older so this is a little bit of that 5dc i am expanding consciousness perspective that you'll begin to hear and again before we close out this intro what you also want to know is that the inspiring human potential inner growth content is also a mentorship type content again that's why it's educational and it includes a journey and mindset that was brought together and researched and still is ongoing because i keep up to date with my psychoeducation and i plan on integrating quantum physics if i am able to grasp those concepts but the bringing together of human and spiritual elements so humanity and spirituality one and in the same although obviously they have their reasons for why's we bring together existentialism psychology sociology neuroscience the spirituality elements involve ascension discussing clairs astrology meta astrology metaphysics 3d 4d 5d these dimensions sometimes we talk about spiritual awakening tarot akashic record readings or just talking about things like akashic akash okay we explore human evolution with the understanding that that is the expanding consciousness so all these subject matters and more it's a multidisciplinary approach okay we bring together again human and spiritual elements to explore the human evolution and consciousness those of you who are life love expanding consciousness and in infinite higher human potential from your mind are going to be able to follow those who are linear you might have questions please feel free to reach out i'm here to share any thoughts anything that is of support again it's something to give the enlightenment soul age group specifically their voice because we don't have a voice out there i have yet to hear the voice of expanding consciousness and here's what um, i will leave you with it is something that involves always seeking not believing we don't believe in the sense of there's only one truth we're always adding to our truth bank if you will because all opinions all perspectives all thoughts all emotions exist and so again welcome to the ihp podcast i look forward to hearing from you guys on any questions on anything again even those who would like to perhaps present a completely opposing view we're open to hearing everything because you know as long as it's loving obviously and when i say loving i mean that it supports the expansion of consciousness of humanity and us working together and being functional adults meaning we can agree to disagree peacefully and allow our life which needs air water and food to keep existing we need those bare necessities from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you welcome back 
my lovely IHP community. We have a special beyond spirituality, although they're all special, but I wasn't planning on releasing another episode for today. We had all things queued up, but something came up, actually more than something. So, you know, there's uh, something beautiful about being able to bring together the human elements, the spiritual elements, and spirituality. I want to share with you all these uh, 5DC expanding consciousness voices, perspectives, and food for thought. And when you always are in this Enlightenment Soul Age group, it's it's kind of funny. Um, so here, a couple of shares. I just got something very beautiful um, message from a person who was skeptical about Reiki, which, you know, Reiki is energy therapy, but it's natural for people to be skeptical because... You know, I guess they don't know we're all energy. And when it comes to whether it's spirituality or the spiritual elements, um, the people that talk about these practices without the quote unquote technical components, they kind of think of it as something special when it's not, not that it's not special, but it's not special in the sense that it's unique to one person. Um, it's something we all can be. But of this person finding physical relief, they have a pain, and I offered them distance healing, and they reached out to let me know that their pain was gone. So it always makes me happy to know that it works, (laughs) because the reality is it's still weird. For any one of us, I'm still moving beyond the physical element, so sometimes it's just like, oh, okay, yay, you know, confirmation. And it warms my heart to be able to support somebody not to have, you know, pain because it's not fun to have pain. You have to work, you have to do things. And um, this is very beautiful. When it comes to our expansion of consciousness, a person will achieve this world consciousness if they're able to move beyond belief systems. And that's very easy for those of us with a 5D body type, the seeker. And the people who are enamored with life, with this Krishna Lila Shiva and Kali. I have a window open so they hear noises. It's the outside city cars and stuff like that. But um, what I also want to share, which is related to our lovely topic, is something that relates to guilt and shame. So I was finishing up. I have one more week with gaslighting and manipulation and they were talking about the difference between shame and guilt one of these speakers was and you know the matter of fact is that consciousness when it's discussed only in the spirituality realm gets um, dehumanized because there's a lot of ways that we can tell a story there's a lot of ways that we can talk about something and when you take the human element out of it that's where it's depersonalized and people don't realize that the ego is actually the self which is wired in a specific way this is where the neuroscience comes in and although i've you're going to hear in future episodes either today's but for sure like to get tomorrow or after tomorrow (laughs) i get screwed up with the neurons and the six, the bottom, the, the top, you've, uh, my regular listeners will know what I'm talking about. So um, I just have to share that and giggle because <laughs> I always think of the people with the sticks up their butt. So, you know, the pseudoscience bullshit, self-help crap, the nay- naysayer comes to my mind every time I, I fuck something up, but um, it's okay. So yeah, we're not perfect. Uh, long story short though, the self is wired and there is, um, a lot of the science showing that neuroplasticity, excuse me, in neuroplasticity, it's showing that our neural travel agent is imagination and that that is what will help you to actually gain access to a mindfulness brain. It will help a lot of things. Obviously, these scientists are going to need to gather all of their empirical data and I'm still learning a lot of new things. So I'm, I have plenty of room before I can always be organized when I share with you these tidbits but back to this gaslighting manipulation and how everyone really will do it 
uh, either it's cultural or it's your family the biggest difference is for those who have been raised with a uh, household environment with a level of trauma that includes this type of behavior because they will not know the difference and and their trauma will be triggered when they're brought to face different types of situations and that's why we want more 5dc people out there we want the enlightenment soul age group out there because we want people to be compassionate with each other you know i've been watching the sociopath lady and some of the psychopaths as well and uh, the sociopath lady she's it's great to get her perspective but she um, leads some of her conversations in a certain way which creates divides and uses what she has in a way that isn't really optimal to bring people together but it's a perspective you know and there are plenty of people that watch these types of videos wanting that information Um, it's unfortunate that the 4d community that wants to talk about spirituality actually doesn't realize that you know calling somebody an energy vampire or dark aura is not very true or kind and if only they looked into a little bit of actual psychoeducation they would feel a lot more compassion i'm a person who has one value that is dominant over all values and that would be you don't impose or affect another person's life in any way shape or form that can be hurtful emotionally or mentally or physically unless you know you're in a physical altercation where you need to survive or you know you're starving to death but other than that there's no need of um, hurting each other but i'm a person who you know has that love cycle so it's always been something that i i thought was straightforward i still think it's straightforward but i realize how not straightforward it is for somebody and many who don't actually have the ability to feel love and compassion for each other while hurting each other (laughs) so yeah because yeah i've always had love and compassion for people while protecting obviously myself so if people have gaslit or manipulated which in fact the same psychoeducators say when people know that it's happening they're not being gaslit or manipulated but again i'm a person who's very grounded and i also for me personally recognize um, one way shape or form my lovely ventral vagal state and mindfulness brain stuck around and i would say my household also has a lot to do with it so back to this uh difference that this one uh ebony i think is her name when she describes the difference between guilt so she says guilt is informed by societal standards by how we are raised it deals with our own personal morality in a gaslit situation your own sense of your moral compass has lost the road so if you know you're being gaslit it means someone is invalidating your own emotional response and your own thoughts so that moral compass is kind of not there you're not really sure what's going on and there are plenty of people that have talked to me about situations that they still engage in when they clearly feel it's off which to me doesn't make sense except for the fact that they're not self-empowered that they're not standing in their ground and saying i will stand up for myself and i will speak authentically and genuinely to the best of my ability this isn't okay you know something and then if it, that doesn't clear the air then just allowing yourself to uh, understand that there's a difference between you and another person so again those of us who have at the very least secure attachment should be able to do this but i see so many people out there neurotypical you know uh, because aspd there's reasons for why they will use manipulation or gaslighting they have situations that are deep trauma versus those who have a secure nervous system if you will so they're able to be average okay um so as she keeps talking she says uh, you know you check the facts and then you want to double check is this a violation of my moral codes so if you have a, a a moral compass that you stand by for me it's always been i will treat others the way i want to be treated and that means with kindness and love and compassion and openness because conversation is what we can do since we have a mouth and that's pretty straightforward to me doesn't matter how old you are 
you know we get taught these things some of us so again those who don't have the fortune to have a moral compass that's set with compassion and love they have a harder time gauging because they didn't get shared a safe and social household environment so their nervous system and everything of their self is off um, to hold that against people only is here because of not having the technology to see within the heart of humanity and know that evil is not something that actually exists now that we have technology people don't believe in it like people don't believe in reiki <laughs> so there you go or reconnective healing or that with energy i mean i get it the first time i heard it I was like no i have a hand right here what are you talking about energy but now i understand and being open to information is what you are able to do if you're a person who values intellect in any way shape or form not a regurgitation of information not identification the beyond spirituality is because to be a spiritual process is of every one of us every one of us is one to gain access to it is introspection this third eye it's introspection it's you being a mindfulness brain it's you being the adult in your own day-to-day life and then it's you being able to learn to pause the reactiveness this is why the neurons the top the bottom is so important for me to share with you and i'll make sure to get it straight so i stop fucking it up but um that is very important so that you can understand that your history always accompanies your present until you're able to see what your trauma is and what your patterns are you won't have that clear idea of what your filters are so what your sunglasses or you know whatever you want to call them are one of the things that i was always aware of was who i am with my sunglasses on and i'm able to put them to the side that doesn't mean they're not there so whenever somebody said you are wrong because of something i said of how i believe or how i think or how i feel i say no it's your opinion i'm not wrong or right this is who i am there's never ever been a question of i'm i must acquiesce to you remember the savanna the evolutionary scientists though and how they explain that our species evolved by learning to trust our group's judgment versus our own so this is where the mammalian heritage and the average joe and joette can stand with a good compass or a off compass okay so she also goes on to say uh, because guilt will prompt us to make amends and apologize when we have compromised our values and it has impacted someone else we will try to make amends or apologize so guilt is informed by societal standards i'll read it again by how we're raised and it deals with our personal morality in a gaslit situation your own sense of your moral compass has lost the road check the facts and check if this is the if this is actually a violation of your morals then guilt if it's there it's because you realize okay my morals you know there is a violation and it will prompt you to make amends apologize so obviously in situations where somebody is gaslighting you that's where a person who's not aware of it may think they need to apologize but let's not get down that path just remembering that guilt will prompt the person to make amends and apologize because when we have compromised our values and it has impacted someone else you will want to try to make amends or apologize i have done this in many instances even when i did nothing wrong but knowing that a person is hurt and or upset will make me want to try and make amends and when this has not um, worked out but knowing that i didn't actually do anything wrong i have stood up for myself and i do not um, say that i'm sorry about standing up because at the end of the day trying to make amends is a two-way street it's not just one way so we all have a way of knowing what's what and what we're willing to share when we have compassion and love so again every person has a different way they live life so if somebody tells me i don't like when you do this thing i won't feel guilty necessarily but i'll make sure to let them know i care about what you think and how you feel i'll make sure to respect that because that's just human in my opinion <laughs> personally uh, she says on the other hand shame so shame prompts people to hide and to lie and to conform and many times people what they're doing is more shame driven than actually guilt driven so most people they hide and, and so they stick 
and do things that have nothing to do with their even own personal values but they don't realize it in fact this is when those protectors lens comes on this is where between shame and guilt you can always tell the difference for those of us who are in that enlightenment soul age group at least others uh, especially those in 3d 4d communities that's not the case because they don't actually take always those lenses off so if they're in their ego and they're in their hurt without being clear on what's going on on an equal scale meaning you're you and then you got another person or group and you choose to stand a distance and respect each other and just make a choice you know because if you're not being in a place of comfort of being yourself this is what matters but it doesn't mean to have the right to point a finger and shame or guilt somebody and instead 43d people that's all they do so like again this sociopath lady she's great she's out there sharing her perspective but when she's talking about here's the ways to get you know um to destroy narcissists even though she says if they're healing don't do that because it's really tough a narcissist has an inflated ego because they don't actually have a sense of self-worth they must gain their identity once they gain their identity with that sense of self and begin working on it that's where things can take a twist and transformation so ebony goes on to tell us how to reclaim our own personal rule of life what we do is to define our values our morality our personal morality and then we look at um, is there actually you know, a violation of this or is this a projection of another person you know so this is where it's very clear when somebody's projecting on me their insecurity but again if i can bring amends i will not out of guilt out of the i see you i hear you protector i accept that you're here let me see if i can you know make it okay just so that we can leave each other civilly and openly and have you know adult conversation so are they shitting you and here's where guilt and shame play with each other so the thing that you believe you should be doing is more somebody else's standards versus your own so they're still talking about gaslighting which is where people who don't have a wholeness with their masculine and feminine energy this is the difference a 5d self-empowered enlightened person will have a complete divine masculine divine feminine they will be whole they are unconditionally loving they don't waver because there is no question of where they stand they stand in love they stand in compassion and they stand in being able to be authentic and genuine with the people that they're dealing with all the time so when the type of shitting happens we're not like oh let me feel guilty no no we're like okay i see what you're saying i see what you're doing it has nothing to do with me it's your culture it's your background it's your opinion it's your stuff that's where it stands which is why we don't have any type of siphoning of energy or any type of relationship that throws us off in a way of thinking that we should doubt something but we come from a place of love we don't come from a place of shame or unworthiness or a place of guilt or unworthiness and fault and blame and we don't come from fear or anger so where we are actually in revenge or envy or any of these other indications that a person is not self-empowered from within their own self so she also says what she loves about dbt which is a type of therapy is that we make no unnecessary apologies we do not act on our guilt when it does not fit the facts because we also don't want to get into the thing of i'm sorry all the time that people don't even listen to anymore so she ends this with some people don't know what their values are until they are crossed living somebody else's moral code versus one's own and so value formation is very important normalizing uh, that it is validating for your own self how to feel and that when this comes up and you're challenged that you can have a conversation you can actually discuss these but the person who will be able to chat about this is a person who is in that enlightenment soul age group or who at the very least is a functional adult who's able to know we all have trauma we all are humans you know again pointing a finger and blaming shaming faulting or creating more charged state energy is not you trying to clear the air or trying to move into spirituality not even a little bit 
So behavior will show you what's driving the car. More shame than guilt is usually what people are driving because it's they're so social so socialized personalities. The part about conforming, the part about um, putting one's other values in the face of your own. I've seen it happen more than I would love to count and it doesn't happen because people are trying to control anything necessarily they just don't take a minute to really think you know what am I talking about what am I doing why am I getting into these types of conversations or these types of situations and it's not about always being nice it's also not about you being aggressive about your stance either it's the middle ground So when we want to talk about um, choosing to expand your consciousness from, let's say, spirituality perspective with what I get to learn with Sadhguru, it's great to hear about how you can learn to respond. And this philosophy, like in the Inner Engineering course, his fourth module, I think, and that is something that if a person understands what he's saying, they will start to be mindful in their brain they will start to be accessing their mental vagal state they will start to put into mind and so getting to know their psychological floor so the two neurons that feed the information of the here and now from the top and or the bottom excuse me see i keep the bottom two and then the other two which um are from our implicit memory system and those then feed into the middle two and that's how we get our reality so every person's reality will have their history as a part of it but the awareness is this expansion of consciousness so in neurobiology essentially it's a mechanism of the brain and what you're doing is allowing yourself to pay attention to the charge state calming oneself is necessary because otherwise you're in a charge state which means your nervous system is engaged so if you don't calm the charge state you're already in a inclined predisposition to have that implicit memory system take the lead and usually this will involve those younger age groups the you know one-year-old the three-year-old seven the freeze the flight the fight so you're in a trauma response versus you as the adult in the room and that would be you being able to be the adult in the room but before you can do this um, it's a choice it's a choice to calm yourself as you're potentially upset as you potentially already engaged and uh, for anyone who like i just loves people in life and your loved ones you're always up for learning to communicate in a way that can allow everybody in the room to speak doesn't mean you don't get passionate it just means that you're a person who's aware of your own self because everybody else will do what they want to do but you get to choose how you respond you get to choose if you're going to take the information that you're learning and this is where the human elements to me empower person because yes hearing again you um, must or have the opportunity to respond to all you can dismantle your karma right you can allow yourself to move beyond likes and dislikes you can be in communion with truth and therefore you don't have attachments or entanglements to your relationships it's all about being a functional adult because you know i'm not surprised when i hear people thinking that enlightenment soul age group means that a person is emotionless it makes me laugh because apathy is definitely not enlightenment any type of lack of energy within your body is not you enlightened you enlightened is with isness in your body and it's with at the very least if you're not in isness there's a sense of calm in a world that is not even you're just in the space of knowing of deep deep knowing that there's a vast amount of information and there's a vast amount of not knowing and really you're just so focused on those 24 hours anyways and what i mean by that is you are living in a it's a meditative state so some people are not in these spaces but thanks to all the information around they are getting the opportunity the human elements actually help people 
to understand themselves better and then to truly navigate this expansion of consciousness that they hear about from those who talk about spiritual stuff so the metaphysics of the chosen people but also spirituality guru but you know it's way better to be embodying the enlightenment vibration than it is to wear a mantle it's way better to be embodying the morality of i'm life your life and i will be in a ventral vagal state and compassionate and do my best to meet you whatever lenses you have on whatever state of consciousness whatever bandwidth you're in doesn't matter if you're 3d 4d i will be appreciative and i will look to engage in a human way with you and the reality is movies just make such a meal out of everything in a way that people you know again i loved movies or used to love them not as much now but i I never lived them the one reason for me not enjoying all movies is because of their perpetuation of stereotypes which in fact part of gaslighting is this cultural stereotypes they were talking about for example stereotypes between um with men not being taught how to be able and truly be themselves but having to put themselves to the side and what i mean by that is they were saying how emotionally speaking men are not um, brought up to express everything that they experience so their feelings basically are cut out because um, of having to appear simply competent and self-confident but the vulnerabilities and problems is something that society teaches and even though right now we're we're trying to move beyond it there's many men that i know that don't even they not even remotely think this is true but it's 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 it is true and yet they are not able to see because they're not being clear even as they respond to you it's a reaction versus a let me think about this and i love ron siegel when he says what he does when his patients come in is he says so when was the last time that you cried and then he asks you know don't you think as a child you cried you know he gets them to try to think about emotions and to realize you know one if you don't actually ever cry that's like a blocked key it's it's a it's an indication of there being like um, a, a trauma uh, response a fragment when i was in my somatopia course we learned about the keys you guys know about them i don't remember the words right now but one of them is crying so if a person is not able to cry this is an indication that there's holding back one's own emotional state which is not only um, something that would be you not being able to release those neuropeptides it's also again an indication of not a complete relationship with your own nervous system with your own ability to be vulnerable and the part about socialization and how society raises men the issue is that with patriarchy still being the predominant uh, the men themselves they just again and between movies and you know the sayings they're not really realizing that they're not supporting their own expansion it's self-defeating it does not build a sense of satisfaction it does not create intimacy with your loved ones and it won't help any circumstance because there's a part of you that you're cut out of that part of you is being able to explore even those aggression charged emotional states um, being able to uh, address if there are aspects that you feel are problematic being able to just be comfortable with emotions from the depths of you and again most people day to day they'll talk about these spirituality topics spiritual elements they'll talk about the top psychology but they won't actually be looking how am i doing you know in my everyday with all these arenas with all these areas that i can integrate more of and that i actually am dealing with on a day-to-day basis with people when you move 
beyond spirituality it's not because you leave it behind it's because you actually embrace what it truly means and as Sadhguru points out when he says divinity is not from the heavens it is human evolution and right now this 5d world is about unconditional love and neutrality this lighter vibration it's i forget what hertz it is but it's an actual way that uh, you're in when you finally have mastered this energy centeredness body which is just think of it as your nervous system and brain that's how i think of it because knowing about everything within the attach cry for help collapse submit please appease flight fight freeze fawn freeze pause the neuropeptides the epigenetics and so here crying is one of the ways you release your charged state so crying urine and sweat and this is something that is not good or bad it doesn't have to be looked at as mechanical technical or just spiritual at that it's something that's our structure and that it doesn't um it's not something all people are fond of subject matter wise but you'd think they would be at least semi open to listening due to the fact that they're people and so their life is full of emotions instead no it's more of the movie of oh i wish humans didn't have feelings because it sucks to be a human and whining about it <laughs> but then going and saying oh let me be in the enlightenment uh, group of people or oh let me go and um you know follow some i don't know some group person and uh talk about this this topic it's it's a half it's a half life when you're not actually embracing what it means to be a person so hopefully by me sharing all these tidbits with you every day whenever we do any of the podcasts plus with moving beyond spirituality and letting you know it's not about putting it to the side it's not about denying it it's actually about you understanding spirituality is you as a person human evolution is you as a person again it isn't about um what's outside what's outside is what we contribute to try and create what you do with your inside is how you can wake up in the morning and study that your well-being is from the inside because that loving nervous system and brain well they kind of get to lead this direction so all the yoga or all the mindfulness practice all the sports any activity is a way that you can express who you are but that's not going to help you master the nervous system the mastery of that the mastery of you kali with shiva so shiva would be that pausing even though it's more than just that but we can just allow shiva for now to be in this moment where you would pause and you just sit with your for two seconds with that reaction and gather for a minute the history the present moment and then with compassion and love here's krishna lila in the central vagal state knowing i'm safe and social i'm in a room with other people whatever it is that's going on there is no life threat you immediately will allow your body to know at the very least you know you can calm down we're okay we're okay now like i said those who have a level of trauma they're the ones who are in a different boat when this pausing happens because that uncomfortable feeling that arises stems from a one-year-old or a two-year-old or three-year-old one two three all of those year olds in a body that did not receive a safe and social connection so there's the unawareness that their agitation is not because they can't sit still or they can't explore that those rising up of potential tsunamis if you let it out it will allow you to release but here's where that release is the first step then obviously there's i want to choose how i'm going to think i want to choose how i'm going to work with those thoughts and emotions together i'm going to choose what steps to take and so here's where if you do shame that would be again hiding and um not taking responsibility it would be something completely different that repeats that shame cycle inner critic outer critic denying it through those different means addictions drugs sex alcohol food anything that you do in the moment to get distracted versus sit and follow through with what's upsetting what's what's in the vulnerability realm 
Um, the withdrawal doesn't help unless your reassessment is one that expands you, which you can only heal, they use the word healing, trauma, when you're in a state of compassion. So it's about sitting with that moment in one way, shape, or form. Now, yoga is one of the ways Basil van der Kolk works with people in shame because it allows a person to uh, put their body in positions that you think are you know, um, impossible, quote-unquote, but really he says the mind stays busy while trying to get into those poses and the person starts to regain a relationship with their body again nobody actually doesn't heal everything i've seen so far people have healings not to mention healings are with the thoughts it's the nervous system that they don't actually have in a way of their awareness because it's one of those topics if you're in interest of neuroscience neurobiology and you're updating you know so for me helping with personal development and ascension this is why and i love just supporting people so i came across you know Bezel van der Kolk and then from that moment forth nisabium.com came across me and i was able to you know luckily start taking classes and integrate this in the inner growth mindset topic and the 5d self-empowered enlightened person those who are inclined to be in this spectrum which would be anyone who's inclined to apply their inner growth mindset they're the ones who are intrigued and you know again they might not be intrigued to take classes like that so they get to hear from me and these ways and sometimes i again mix it all up but the end of the day it's trying to say you all can move not only into spirituality thank you said guru for adding you know that information here so being able to be in dharma versus karma right so dismantling likes and dislikes very straightforward you also get to learn more about yourself you also get to move beyond um, the quote-unquote limitations that aren't really limitations they are stepping stones it's always a step we all have tomorrow and we are able to bring love into the picture is what um, is your choice it's your choice always and to understand that if it's a little bit hard or a lot hard there's a reason to normalize that and here's why there's lovely you know therapists out there the good ones get the good ones and if you need anyone go visit nicabm.com they have a lot of information that can help you and more in fact it was funny they were talking about one of these uh, stories one of their clients one of the psychologists psychiatrists and it was about one person who was basically going through a rough moment accused their friend of not being there for them while they're depressed and the friend is going or is going to a therapist and actually calling them weak for going to one and that they didn't need one and yet they're the friend or the person who's going through depression so that was being used as the example of gaslighting because you know they're invalidating their friend's needs while making their own needs dominant and then they're suffering of something that is a depth of emotional experience and yet they're not wanting to go to a therapist or any they're saying no this is for weak people so you know that's um invalidating on all accounts unkind and the friend felt bad because they felt bad that they weren't there for the friend you know and and here's where again gaslighting manipulation we all can see it if we pay enough attention those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group we will see it and we will look to allow harmony to take place and what i mean by that is we will not continue to trigger the protectors at least once people are aware so for me learning about the nervous system and the brain allows me to know what biological rudeness is which is every person who i'll ever see get in any charged state doesn't matter what it is that's a protector lens on and i'm immediately going to be disengaging from those interactions because there is no need for those of us who are here to keep on engaging with an energy that is already in a hurt space because the more that you'll want to try and engage the more that person i mean because if the protector lens is on it means they're reactive because if they're not reactive then they're conversing 
which would mean they're expanding which looks very different than gaslighting or manipulation and throwing somebody under the bus essentially because you feel that they should do what you want them to do versus accept who they are so again moving beyond spirituality is where we all can be in this enlightenment soul age which it's not hard as a guru has pointed out all it takes is a person to choose now those who have shame blame fault revenge loops discrimination the trauma foundation is very important that psychological floor it's important for a person to gain awareness of this because this is what will help them to understand that if they were in a household where there was neglect or abuse they're feeling like they're crazy or their feelings that are off their alarm bells that is off it's actually off because they were not in a safe and social environment and so learning what trust means in the sense of environment is not there yet there's heartbreak gut wrench there's the feeling of death inside there's the i want more 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 but i don't feel satisfied of anything it's a not actively engaged nervous system in mental vagal state it's a nervous system that doesn't know social and safe it knows fear and fear will be masked by anger or guilt or shame but shame will be deflected through inner critic outer critic self-blame self-shame or blaming somebody else faulting somebody else and here's where that cycle repeats because people deny it through activities that they think are cool because everybody was a teenager and everybody saw some silly movies apparently and didn't realize that these any of these activities in excess indicates something and you know the thing is if they paid a little bit of attention but the, the part is they do they do feel that they are not feeling they don't know that it's normal and that's why they run away from it quote unquote and then they're interacting with people that so i mean that's it's just this vicious cycle let's for those of us who are in this enlightenment so age group share a different cycle to allow people to know that behavior comes from a nervous system beneath the surface so if people are functional adults and they're in the green then that means we have people who know an emotional security emotional maturity they'll know mental and probably physical as well maturity so they won't be gaslighting manipulating they won't be throwing you under the bus you won't be doing the same obviously and as for spirituality again whether it be with the spiritual elements we got a bunch of different astrological things going on right now i was reading an article and anytime i read it i mean the reality is what people are getting to transmute are those emotions so from a vibration of whatever it is that you're experiencing to one of higher so above the neutrality belt and you being able to also be in that unconditional love it's all about you choosing compassion towards yourself and others versus blame fault shame revenge and even if somebody is again guilting or shaming or whatever their activity being able to have compassion and firmly with kindness if you can but firmly and to state and in a way of ventral vagal this is the empowerment there's a difference when you're empowered when you're empowered you're able to with firmness but also kindness it won't be perceived as kindness by those who are in an insecure body but that is not our problem that we are secure and empowered and another person is not the easiest thing to note is again those protective lens are on you just disengage as you can but not by backing off because there's no reason for you if you have a thought or an emotion and you're looking to converse because that's what we do with each other we just talk there's no reason for you to have to deny your own essence so again for those of us who are here in the 5d self-empowered enlightened body type mind type experience type it's very straightforward for those who are not yet beyond spirituality let alone in spirituality for real it's different but there's enough information out there that's sharing exactly how they can work with themselves and how we can work with each other and how we can all try our best to become more mindful this does not mean 
we again succumb to ego sensitive people no no we are able to be functional adults forgiving nuanced learning new skills and just being smart because your trust is about every person they expand to whatever their best is we will know what that is based on how they interact with us and that's all so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences call on in or leave a message have a wonderful day Thank you.